Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode... Are we episode 19 or episode 20? I think 20. Oh, wow. We're at 20 episodes already. That's wild. Anyways, as always, you're joined by me, Mulder, otherwise known as Faye. I forgot to introduce myself, introduce myself last time, as typical of guest episodes. <laughs> and I am joined by, as always... Ton here once more. And, and Crash here again. <laughs> and on today's episode, we will be discussing Godzilla vs. Mothra from 1992, otherwise known sometimes in America as Godzilla and Mothra, the Battle for the Earth, because that's a less confusing title than Godzilla vs. Mothra. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing how last time we had a Mothra vs. Godzilla title, it was in that format. Now Godzilla gets center of stage. I know he finally gets the top billing, unlike last time. <laughs> last time, Mothra was the bigger seller, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so let's get into it. What would you guys give it out of 10, whoever wants to go first? Uh, uh, 7.5 out of 10. Valid. Ton? Yeah, 7.5, 8 out of 10. For and for me, I would give it, I would give it an 8 out of 10. It's a pretty fun movie. But I think it's like it, it's it's definitely a nice return to form in a sense, especially after after King Ghidorah was such a wild movie in a lot of ways. <laughs> this one's more typical, I feel like. Yeah, so yeah, a lot more of a kind of a return. Yeah. So this movie was was directed by Takeo Okawara and his first Godzilla film, taking over from Kazuki Amori, though, who who did write this one, but he didn't direct it. So we have a new director's take on it. So I'm curious what you guys thought of his first debut in the Godzilla franchise. Hmm. Well, um, I, I feel, <laughs> my, dude, no thoughts. Head empty. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, I don't know. It's, it, you know, when I think about it, looking, it felt different than like a lot of the other Heisei stuff in a way. Yeah. I don't know if it's like it feels like a lighter in tone, slightly. Yeah. Less yeah. serious. It's definitely more there. comedic, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like, you think about it, Return to Godzilla and Biolanta are both much... They're very, like... It's pretty Dark serious. And much yeah. darker. And it feels like it's like still still serious, but like a little lighter. And I got that yeah. a lot from this one, in a really good way. Yeah. It's a nice kind of... And I feel like the mantra... You can't go too serious with mantra, just because of the concept mm-hmm. of mantra. Mantra is so nice. <laughs> but yeah, Ton. Yeah, um, this is very much, I feel like I keep saying this every movie so far, <laughs> but it's kind of very, like, Showa-esque. It yeah. reminds me a lot of King Kong versus Godzilla, in a way, mm-hmm. uh, with a lot of the physical comedy and stuff, and even similar scenes, like when they were dragging Mothra's egg off the mm-hmm. island. That yeah. That reminds me of when they were dragging Kong with the boat. Same. <laughs> it does remind me of that. I really like the new take on the Heisei stuff. Because I think finally breaking away from the sci-fi like angle is nice to get some like renewed stuff to it. Like it makes it feel fresher. Because the past few movies, Shin Godzilla is a very is a very like um uh, shoot uh ton, you're my sci-fi guy. What's the term when it's like grounded sci-fi? I'm remembering oh, hard sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like Return of Godzilla to me feels like was mostly like a very hard sci-fi take on Godzilla. Then you have Godzilla vs. Biolante, which is like Jurassic Park years before Jurassic Park. And then you have King Adora, which bases King Adora more in like a more contemporary time travel style, which in like mm-hmm. engineering and stuff, rather than 
the space monster. But then here we have this big swerve towards fantasy because Mantra is once again like a goddess, literally. And then you have stuff like Batra, who's like the embodiment of the bads of like Earth's like on the angry side. So you have a lot more mystical stuff here. Even if there is a bit of a sci-fi bend, like the fact that um, the Mantra's fairies and the Infinite Islanders, even though they're all gone now, um, uh, were aliens this time around, rather Was than that being... implication? Oh, wow. Uh, I, I can't tell if they're meant to be aliens or if they're meant to be like a, like a species that came before humans. Yeah. It's this kind of unclear. Of they don't really... Well, I forget, they don't go to Infinite Island, right? They just kind of... Yeah, they do. Oh, I'm blanking. I feel like they didn't spend a lot of time there. Yeah, not really. They just that's, go there. And that's why I kind of feel like, did they go? Just because they, they, they kind of like gloss over it a bit, I guess. Because here, you know, the natives aren't there anymore. Yeah. It's just kind of like, seems like people used to live here, but now they're all gone. Yeah, it's uh, it's the island crash where they find Mantra's egg, and that's like when they yeah. do like all, all the Indiana Jones style stuff, like with the oh birds. yeah, oh yeah, that that part I don't know that part been really fast to me for some reason, <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. that that was that was a fun scene. We'll talk about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, and I guess because this film's one of the more unpopular Godzilla films, so I guess I'll address the big really? complaint. Yeah, a lot of people feel that it's too much like Mantra versus Godzilla, the original one, and that's too formulaic. So I'm curious what you guys think of that complaint before I get my take. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's definitely inspired um, by Mafia vs. Godzilla. I feel like it pulls in a lot of distinct stuff elements to it, mm-hmm. like the presence of three monsters and the kind of Indiana Jones influence mm-hmm. on the movie. I feel like it gives it kind of a unique flavor. Yeah, I'd agree. Crash. Um, I I told us when we were watching the movie, but I felt like it starts off a little bit, kind of you know, being very mm-hmm. reminiscent of Mothra versus. Yeah. But I think about like halfway through, it becomes its own thing, really. Just because you know the whole like you know the egg, they're like trying to hype it up and trying to make like money off of it. Like mm-hmm. they gave me big Mothra versus vibes. I was like, oh, it seems like mm-hmm. kind of like kind of doing that same kind of story, but adapting it for like more modern. You know, obviously yeah. new, new era. There's new continuity. Which I kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, you, you always keep some things consistent in different continuities. They're mm-hmm. iconic. But I feel, you know, by the time they introduced, you know, Batra and all that stuff, I thought it was very, I thought it stood in its own pretty well. Yeah. Like, and like for me, I feel like the thing is, you guys also think about how long the gap was from Matra showing up I to this it. one. <laughs> because like, it's 68 to 92, because Matra last appeared in Serial Monsters, and she wasn't the main star of that. Is all wow. is let me see 78, 88, 89. That one that's 24 years <laughs> between appearances, and Macho versus Godzilla is even older than that. So it makes sense to pull from such an iconic movie mm-hmm. for your for your return to form, especially because they hyped up Macho coming back so, so much because she was so popular. So I feel like it makes sense to pull from that. And I think a lot of people don't get how big that gap is. And it paid off because Mothra vs. Godzilla was a very successful Godzilla movie. It was the highest grossing Godzilla movie until Shin Godzilla and adjusted only behind King Kong vs. Godzilla. So this really? movie was really was really big in Japan. Yeah, it was what made Toho be like, yeah, Godzilla still makes us money. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. Going so, so it paid off. Um, Though before I get into the movie itself, I do want to talk about 
the, the behind the scenes stuff of this movie because this movie had a really wild time coming into production. Basically, the movie started off as a mantra standalone film, and the original plot was Crash. Can you guess who Mothra was going to originally fight? Uh, let me think. Rodin? Because they both fly? No. Mm. It's even funnier. I'll give you one more shot. <laughs> Megalon? No, no, wait, no. It's Bagan. No. Yes! Bagan. Yes! Yeah. yes. <laughs> Mothra was going to fight Bagan, and the movie was originally titled Mothra versus Bagan. <laughs> but, wow. somewhere, but somewhere along the lines, they dropped Bagan, because of course they dropped Bagan. <laughs> and then it became Mothra versus Gigamoth. And Gigamoth, yeah. when they decided that they were going to make it a Godzilla movie, Gigamoth became Batra. Mm. So practically, mm. this movie became... I forget why they decided. I think they weren't sure if Mothra would be able to sell well enough on their own. So they stuck Godzilla in for marquee value. And I think it paid off, because I think something I do like here, and I guess this is a good lead-in to um, talking about the monsters of the movie first, I like Godzilla's role in this as like this neutral third-party asshole. <laughs> Who's just like he has no involvement in any of this. He's just really pissed off that he got woken up. So he's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna fuck everybody's day." <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember. Is this the longest he's gone in a row of being an asshole? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because like by the time Ghidorah was that with like the fifth or yeah yeah Ghidorah was movie number five. So of an individual Godzilla, this is his longest time being an asshole. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> keeping it consistent. He's just pissed. Yeah. At all times, and okay. I just really like him in this movie because he's like this like like, like neutral third party who just fucks everybody's day up. Doesn't matter, Matra, Batra, Japan. If you if you're around, Godzilla's just gonna fuck you. And I he love does him. not like anybody. They say he's just a bully arrow, Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> what a man. So do you guys have, you guys have any thoughts on Godzilla in this movie? He was Godzilla. Like he was always cool, you know. I once again, I got you know. This felt much more like a Mothra movie, like you said. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Godzilla plays a big part in it, but you know, it's about Mothra's gross being a gross little worm <laughs> thing to a beautiful moth. Oh wait, and also, mm-hmm. this is the longest time since Mothra was like an actual fucking moth, right? Yeah, the last time she was a moth was an Ebra in 1966. Like, come on! I was so happy to see her be a moth again. That's her fucking yeah. name, Mothra. <laughs> <laughs> not Wormthra. Not Wormthra, exactly. <laughs> so it was it was awesome to see her. She looked gorgeous. She was beautiful mothy and shit. They always keep her I think she always looks the same, like no matter what era. Yeah. So that's kinda like the point, I guess. Yeah. See her patterns and stuff. They look nice. Ton, do you have any stuff on Godzilla and Matra? Because Crash jumped the topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you know, Godzilla kind of has a reduced presence in this, but mm-hmm. I don't necessarily mind that a lot because the last few movies have been pretty much very focused on either combating him or just him mm-hmm. being a presence in it. So yeah. it's kind of nice for him to, to have more of a secondary role in this. Mm-hmm. His, his typical angry self, and that's always fun. And then with Mothra, like Crash said, like, I don't hate Worm Mothra, but Worm Mothra <laughs> is gross. <laughs> it's, nice to see, it's nice to see her in Mago form again. Mm-hmm. It's full glory. Yeah, I, I, I like Worm Mothra. I just feel like we got a lot, a lot of Worm Mothra. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, like I mean, there was two movies in the show era where she was a worm the entire time in Ghidorah mm-hmm. and the Straw Monsters. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's no longer like Kiki Huge like she was in the show era, but I feel like her <laughs> redesign is really nice. Yeah. Like, with Godzilla, there's also one more I do want to mention. I love the fact that they have Godzilla swim through the fucking Earth's core to come out the <laughs> other end. <laughs> and they're just like, what the fuck? He, he survived that? <laughs> it's such a cool entrance, too. Like you said, Crash, it's like his volcano exit in yeah. Biolante times 10. And now he's got, like, lightning and stuff. He's cool. <laughs> and with Mantra, I think Mantra... I think Worm Matra here looks a lot cuter than the one from the Godzilla films of the Shore era. Because yep. she looks gross as a worm there, but here she looks pretty cute. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, she looks very sorry. <laughs> she looks very reminiscent of like classic like worm thera. But she has like small, yeah. subtle like changes like using the eyes and stuff. Yeah, and her color is a lot more appealing. It's not as to, to be blunt poop around as like the <laughs> other one. It's more like a yeah. chocolate looking brown but go on son yeah they kind of they made the faceless sunken and terrifying and <laughs> you can't see the wheels under her little worm leg so <laughs> it's also speaking of her her silk is acidic now mm-hmm. oh, yeah. which, I, which i find really funny because you yeah. just see like godzilla like oh fuck that burns <laughs> so, oh. And I also really love the bit when Godzilla just fucking launches her with his <laughs> atomic breath and she goes flying in the ocean. <laughs> Poor mother always gets like thrown around like she's <laughs> with larva. And with Imago Matra, I really like her redesign because it sticks to the original, but I feel like they make it they make her more colorful and a bit more fluffy actually. Yeah. She's, the colors are a little brighter. Mm-hmm. And Mothra? Y- yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, Mothra I feel like is a bit brighter this time around than in Showa era. As, she as, is. As, as a moth. I think her also, eyes are brighter too. Yeah. Also, they gave her a beam too, which I find really funny. Called mm. the the antenna beams. Yeah, she just <laughs> fucking fires them. I love the little sound they make. It's so weird. <laughs> like, it's like, please, please. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a laser gun, but it's coming out yeah. of the I guess they want to make her a bit more deadly because in the show era, her only abilities were physical and her, and, her spores, <laughs> and her spores, which they bring back in here too. But they make the spores more powerful too because they make Godzilla's beam like reflect off of it. I really liked the bit when her and Batra are teaming up and like Batra fires his beams at the spores to hit Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Is that what you're talking about, Batra now? Yeah. Oh, Batra right. time. The new monster, the new monsters this time around. <laughs> Batra is cool. At first, I thought Batra was gonna be like Bat because he's like Mothra, Batra. Mm-hmm. But uh, obviously, Batra is like Mothra's cool little little brother or twin, <laughs> and uh, he looks really cool. I wish I could have seen him more. I didn't. I couldn't really tell what he was before he became a moth. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, when he became a moth, he was cool. Like I saw like Beale influences in his design. Like, yeah. He's, his look is mothy, but he's just really cool. A nice counterpart to Mothra. And I like his whole monster arc. Yeah. <laughs> he hates Mothra and they're fighting, but they're like, you know what? We are a family. Let's <laughs> this big fucking dinosaur for being an asshole together. Yeah, monster That's family. <laughs> and and like the funniest thing with Batra is in the original concept back during the back during the Gigamoth stage. Remember how remember how the one twin Vanished from from the because of there was originally twins. Oh yeah, in the original concept, 
their original concept, Batra was gonna be like like the literal evil mutated twin from oh, the no. egg. <laughs> but they <sighs> kinda kept it because he's still Matra's twin in a sense. Mm-hmm. But well, not from like, the same egg. But go uh, on. I was trying to remember the lore. It was like uh, after humanity was being a fuckboy or something like that, right? Yeah. They're like, you're gonna get punished. So we created Batra. The Earth created Batra to like yeah. fuck them up. And Mothra was like, no, don't do that. So like, <laughs> Mothra fought them. <laughs> yeah. And they like banished Batra, right? Something yeah. like that. Basically, yeah. um, uh, what they did was the Cosmos, which was the original civilization, um, they created machines to control the weather. And the Earth was like, nope, don't like that. And so, so the Earth made Batra to be like destructive, while Matra was more protective. And while Batra destroyed the cosmos, Matra's fairies and Matra sealed Batra in the Arctic. But then the meteorite woke him up. He was like, "Fuck!" And so he went back to destroying humans because humans were doing practically the same thing. <laughs> and then Matra was born again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Batra's cool. But yeah, you, you you can say ton. I kept interrupting you. <laughs> no, 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 you're fine. I was just like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I love Batra in this. Um, mm-hmm. probably not, like unlike Biolante, probably. Well, he's not super original design wise, but yeah. I feel like they do a really good job making him visually distinct from Mothra. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they have like kind of the same forms more or yeah. less. Warren Batra's just got the cool horn. Cool mm-hmm. black coloring and yellow stripes, and the yeah. angry red eyes. <laughs> <laughs> then he turns big and green, has the orange wings. Yeah, I just, I just love his look. He's got like a cool personality. It's kind of nice when you see like him like ally with Mothra. And it's just mm-hmm. kind of like like Crescent. He's him kind of just turning around like, "Hey, we're family. Let's go." <laughs> it's just kind of a cute contrast between yeah. him and his sister. Batra, I like a lot. I think he's a very unique um, take. And I like Matra having like her own set of characters to her. I just think it's neat because he's such an important part of the mythos. Mm-hmm. It's neat for her to have like a counterpart like that. I also like his power set. I think they make his power set very distinct from Matra, like his eye lasers and the fact that in, in worm form he had he had the lightning bolt coming from his horn. Mm-hmm. Also, the fact that he can dig. I just dig him. He's cool. Ah. Uh, he was another character who, when he first got revealed in the West, we were like, wait, what the fuck is this? Because he came out in that toy line, but there was no movies. So we were like, wait, who is this? Who is really? this? Really? Okay, about? so like yeah. they were they were like, okay, we're just not going to release these movies because we're annoyed by Toho, but we'll still yeah. release the action figures. With yeah, no yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so that means like, so that these kids had these toys, and then like 10 years later, they released that movie, and they were like, oh, Oh my god, that's my toy! Like, was that yeah, what happened? Yeah, yeah, practically. People were like, oh, that's what, what Trendmaster was using. What? That's so stupid. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you, you, you hear Stereotype here feeling like, who the hell is Mecha King Ghidorah? Who's Batra? Who are any of these characters? And then, then the movie's kind of like, oh, that's what they're using. Or like, or like, for example, like King Ghidorah's origin story on the box. Was his was his King Dorat? People are like, like, wait, no, that's not right. King Dorat's from space. He's not some weird Dorat thing. <laughs> and, then, and then the movie comes out like, oh, oh. that's what they were using. <laughs> they were like, okay, we're gonna bother to like release these toy lines, you know, translate all this stuff, you know, make it accurate to stuff that no one understands or has any context for. 
It's really funny and really dank. I love it. Also, surprisingly, Batcher was not in the Godzilla fighting games mostly. He was a palette swap in the really bad PlayStation 2 version of the Wii game, but that's it. Huh. Unfortunately. Has Batcher like ever come back? No, he's not come back since. I miss him. Maybe someday he'll sure. come back in the war. Just like Biolante. <laughs> There's so many Kaijuless franchises never show up again. It's like, yeah. why? It's like, it's like you have your one movie appearance, and it's like, okay, good they for you. Start. You're out of here. They need to no make another Godzilla fighting game and just put every monster in like they've been doing. That would be so good. I really need that because there's been so many new monsters and like new designs. Uh, <laughs> but let me not get off topic. I could go on and on about how much I want that. Um, I guess that's a good... Do we want to talk about the human characters or the or the like message of the movie first? Uh, what do you think, Chris? Of uh, the message of the movie? Yeah. Uh, fuck, I forgot. I made a joke about it. Fuck. When we were somewhere <laughs> watching it, I was... yeah, it uh... was. The, it, it it has a very '90s Captain Planet Save the Earth. Yeah, that was it. They were supposed to, it. and the guy's assistant was like, "You need to stop this," and the guy was like, "No." I'm not going to stop this. And he was like, well, you're an asshole. And he left. <laughs> uh, yeah. What? Ah, fuck. Was it, was it just like a Hedora message? Like, pollution is bad? I forget. Yeah, pretty much. And like, to stop deforestation <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, to stop treating the earth so poorly. It's a very generic message, but I don't think it detracts from the film. It reminds me of, um, I don't think it was, I think it might have been Mothra. You know, with the, the, the kind of tycoon businessman trying to make a profit off of all Yeah. That. Very it's very Godzilla. it's very similar to Macho versus Godzilla in that sense. Yeah. Like that, that capitalism destroying stuff and not really caring what it causes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I forgot what he was trying to stop him from doing, and he was like, no, I'm gonna do it anyways. Basically, um the first time we see him, he's clearing down the forest around Mount Fuji. Oh yeah. And th- and then he wants to use Matra's egg, and then when they lose Matra, then he wants to use the fairies to make money. Oh yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> The fairies need to take some initiative. They keep getting kidnapped <laughs> in little tiny boxes. Yeah. <laughs> Are there still fairies here, right? Like, yeah, th- yeah, pretty much. All right. I'm not sure if their entire race was that size, but there's but there's still Matra's priestesses. <laughs> That's cute. Tom, do you have any thoughts on the message? Uh, yeah. It's like kind of an interesting turnaround from kind of. Uh, versus King Ghidorah's exploration of Japanese business culture mm-hmm. where like ultimately while the corporations and stuff were criticized it was kind of more of a positive showing of yeah. business in Japan this is kind of returned to the more like kind of critical analysis of Japanese business like yeah. you still have the heroic character um, what was his name um, the businessman who, who traveled with them Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think his name was 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 Ando, but I could be yeah wrong. Ando Ando yeah <laughs> yeah Ando who's kind of more moral character and then he kind of he starts off as kind of a corporate stooge, but then mm-hmm. after he kids out the fairies, he realizes how little his company cares and turns around on it, which mm-hmm. is really pretty cool. And then like kind of the CEO character, kind of okay. he kind of reminds me a little. Mm-hmm. You kind of remind me of the guy in a versus King Kong. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was gonna say that he he reminds me of Mr. Taco from that. 
I was going to say, because that guy is really funny. <laughs> yeah. Less overtly comedic, but he still kind of reminds you like that sleazeball kind of. He has the same mustache, too. Yeah. This <laughs> is super funny. And I guess that's a good lead into the characters. Which, what did you guys think of the characters? And then I'll go. I think the main character was a fucking deadbeat dead. <laughs> I know I was right, but he cares. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, he was very. He definitely stood out to me a lot. You know, he's whole, like obviously very Indiana Jones inspired. So like explorer thing. Person mm-hmm. who seems to is like escape from an ancient ruin. <laughs> yeah, he gets jailed. But uh, yeah, I thought they were. I thought he especially stood out to me a lot, even if he was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, and obviously his ex-wife, who, you know, keeps getting his neck, which is very much deserved. Yeah. <laughs> but uh. <laughs> Yeah, I thought I thought they were interesting. They 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 were different from any other guys of the protect we had. Mm-hmm. They weren't like super complex. It made them stand out at least, which I liked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are my thoughts. Done. Yeah, um, the main character is probably like one of the more distinct main characters we've had in the Godzilla movie thus far. Mm-hmm. Usually, auto Godzilla movie protagonists tend to be kind of like upstanding people. Like mm-hmm. we've had a few kind of like um uh, journalists who were willing to do kind of skeevy things mm-hmm. for stories. But this guy's probably like the most. Well, I guess it'll be blunt say bummy protagonist. Yeah, but um, it's kind of interesting how it's kind of like a movie. It, it gives him kind of a character arc where he has to kind of mature and get yeah. over himself. Because even though, mm-hmm. you know, he thinks he's helping out his ex-wife and daughter, he's just not. He's just kind of yeah, contributing to the problem, making things yeah. worse. So it's just kind of an interesting, mm-hmm. an interesting arc to kind of throw into yeah. the background of giant monster fighting. Yeah, I, I, I really like um uh, the main character because he reminds me a lot, like we mentioned, of, of Indiana Jones. But I like his character arc where he has to grow and like be like, oh, fuck, I'm kind of an asshole. It's like almost like a deconstruction of Indiana Jones because mm-hmm. like like this like raiding temples is not good. <laughs> and, yeah. like, and like just like being unwilling to settle down. It kind of reminds me of what they ended up doing with Indy in like Crystal Skull. Well, they also had that, where, like, Indy's a deadbeat dead in that, too. Yeah. But, and I feel like it's fitting how he comes to the conclusion that he has to stop it once he sees the damage, his decision to try to steal the fairies back from Ando caused by making Matra continue on her rampage. Mm-hmm. And I, and I just like it. It's not, like, a deep um, uh, story or character arc, but it's a nice one, especially when I feel like a lot of Godzilla characters don't really grow at all. They're kind of static characters. So it's interesting to see one who has more of an arc to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, his ex-wife is really funny, and I really love her. <laughs> they have yeah. really funny interactions, and I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, What did you guys think of the Cosmos new like style, by the way? Because now they're not on the show, they're the Cosmos, complete with a new song. Uh, they kind of look the same, but uh, it's interesting. <laughs> they did they. That's the thing. Like, I guess their backstories changed, but what they do and what they reveal is kind of like exactly the same thing. Yeah. 
So but it's just kind of nice to see them back there. You know, it's been a long time. And, you know, they do a new take on that classic song. It's mm-hmm. it, it was cool. I think it was a little short, but it was it was really nice to see them do it again. Mm-hmm. Tom. Tom. Two little crazy people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Cosmos are always fun to see. Um, I, I really like their costumes in the new song in this. And while they're pretty much the same, it's always nice to kind of see how, like, affects technology of walls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have to do... They kind of do a lot of cool shots in this, like when um the daughter of the main character picks them up, puts them on a windowsill. Mm-hmm. It's like that's definitely not a shot they could have done in the older movie. So it's cool. yeah, like like it's definitely the technology is more advanced for them, mm-hmm. which maybe because in general, like those kind of like almost like quote unquote simple effects impress me almost more than like the bigger effects, if that makes sense, because it's like. Yeah. Like, that stuff takes a lot of work to make it look good. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just a lot of little details that look really nice. And I really enjoy that. And I guess also, because we're talking about the Indiana Jones stuff, there's so much Indiana Jones influence in this movie. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> For sure. I, I kind of made this joke when watching it. Like you always kind of tell what movies in the West were popular in Japan at the time. Yeah, Godzilla. We will inevitably kind of reference something Western. Yeah, I know, right? Like, like in the sixties, you had all the James Bond stuff, which continued <laughs> into the seventies as well. And then, like, you had um, in King of Door, the Back to the Future, and Terminator, and Terminator stuff. Yeah, and now this time, it's Indiana Jones, which you're referencing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, like, I love the bridge scene where the bridge gives out and, and it's just, like, you all have to jump. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. Like, we have to jump. It's funny, cause though, when they fall into the water, like, they're, like, mm-hmm. three feet above that water. <laughs> just because yeah. the they, they fall for, like, two seconds and they hit it. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> and, like, like, this movie has a very Japanese style of humor, I'd say. So it's, I think is like, hit or miss with people. But I personally find the Japanese humor in this really funny, personally. I don't yeah. know, it, it just clicks for me. Mm-hmm. Like, the banter and, like, the very physical kind of comedy you get in it. Yeah, it's very slapstick kind of style. But, and I, I love slapstick, so I enjoy it. Crash, you're not as big into Japanese stuff, so I'm curious what you thought <laughs> of the humor. Um, I thought it was fine, you know. <laughs> uh, I, I can't. I can't say any Godzilla movies. Maybe for like like laugh out loud, but uh, you know yeah. it was there. It made me laugh and giggle sometimes. It was fine. Not, not and in- it's not like uh, what's the word? I don't know. I never felt like you know what's the word annoyed by it or like yeah by it. Like mm-hmm. it was. It was just like fine to me. You know, I like that. Some I some parts were funny. There were some parts that gave me. I think things that always make me laugh the most are always like. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> just like weird scenes, or maybe a lot of slapstick stuff. I think whenever people get hit, it always makes me laugh. <laughs> or, or so you say, tell me you didn't laugh out loud by by when King Ghidorah zapped Godzilla in the dick in the show. I, I, I fucking love. Okay, you're right. No, that was. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I mean with the human stuff. Yeah, which, that's but... fair. <laughs> but, but, but 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 I do have one exception to your rule for that. Mm-hmm. Not even call marks in Mega One. <laughs> Okay, well, see, now you're just pulling my <laughs> argument. Okay, my bad. Megalon is a, a whole fucking thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm, I'm just getting your neck for no reason because I'm, I'm, I'm remembering moments where, where you're like, that killed me. Oh wait, one thing that did make me laugh though was um, mm-hmm. in the beginning when I mean, what's, what's the beat, the dead beat dad's, dad's name? 
I forget. Uh, let me look. Uh, um, Takuya. Takuya. Yeah. Uh, it's when he's in the prison, he's like, mm, I don't really feel like doing it. They're like, okay. And then he's, leaving. he's like, no way. <laughs> oh, yeah. That yeah. scene is so funny. Because, <laughs> because, they, because they tell him how long the sentence is in, in Thailand for what he did. He's like, 15 years. <laughs> at least. Oh, man. Also, this watching. movie also also has like a very international vibe to it. Mm-hmm. That's what I felt a lot with them, but hey, Sayer, so far. Yeah. It, it makes it feel. What? Yeah, internet. No shit, international. Like you just said. It, it's cool. Because, you know, <laughs> with something like Godzilla, you know, giant mm-hmm. monster attacking, that's not something that's going to like only make headlines in Japan. It's going to make mm-hmm. headlines everywhere. Which like, yo, holy shit, giant monster in Japan. What the fuck is up with that? Yeah. So it fits. And I, I like seeing that kind of stuff in these movies. And I like also how, like, when the asteroid hits in the end of the movie, like, NASA's who picks it up. So it kind of gives it, like, an international, like, you have, like, the NASA stuff in the beginning. You have the fact that they're sailing past the Philippines. Like, the fact that Infant Island is more in, like, the Indonesia part of the Pacific. Like, and then, of course, the movie, movie begins in Thailand, practically. So mm-hmm. it gives it a more international vibe than, say, really cool. than, like, say, some of the Showa films, which were hampered by budget and couldn't, like, do like overseas stuff. Yeah. I, I, I dig it. Also, I did forget to mention that we do have a returning character. Again, oh, Mickey's yeah. back. Mickey. I <laughs> I gotta say I feel kind of bad. She hasn't had much to do since Biolante. Yeah, and in both this and King Ghidorah, she's just kind of along for the ride. Yeah. It was worse in King Ghidorah where she just didn't do anything. At least here she had one scene where she used her psychic powers to be like, turn left at this intersection. <laughs> she, worked, she worked as a fucking GPS, uh, but yeah. Uh, besides that, like, yes, yeah, she's just kind of like, be just like, been along for what happened to be. Like, oh yeah, sure, I'll help. You. I'll like drive with you. I guess I wanted to like do mm-hmm. something. You know, you can bring back a character like that, especially with such a strong power like that. You want to take advantage of that, I think. Maybe in the next one, I don't know. Yeah, I think unfortunately, per and Ton, you've known, you've seen all the show, hate not show, hasty films. So I don't know if you agree with me. I feel like Mickey kind of suffers from inconsistent usage. Where like they're like, let's make sure people know that this is all one continuity. So we'll throw her in there to establish it. And like sometimes it feels like she's there just to be there. Unfortunately, yeah, I'd agree. Like, um, she. There's times where she's like a plot porn character, and there's times where she's kind of like Stanley in an MCU movie, <laughs> where she's just kind of like, "Hey, I'm here." So funny enough, speaking of Stan- so funny enough, speaking of Stanley, because I don't know why I'm making I'm I'm pulling at stars here, guys. Um, Akira Takarada's back, which I think is fun. Oh, nice, nice. Because remember, I told you guys he's like the main guy of like the Godzilla unit they have. Where he's like the like the he's back. He was um crash right. If you need a refresher, he was Ogata and Gojira, and he was in Macho versus Godzilla, and he was the thief in Ibra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's perfect. So he's back again, and I, they always they're always bringing back actors like not even yeah, characters, which is interesting to me. <laughs> yeah, I guess it makes Remember? sense. It's a new continuity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very rarely is it an old character coming back. Like, listen, why I was surprised when I found out that I'm um, the journalist in Return of Godzilla was a rebooted Goromaki from Son of Godzilla. I know that was which really weird take. I mean, I guess it makes sense for like the character, but but yeah, yeah, that that was interesting. 
But it was cool to see him back. Mm-hmm. Just because it's just nice to see a familiar face. Yeah, this is this is he's been in so many Godzilla movies. It's really funny. I think he's the most reoccurring original Godzilla good. actor. Wow. Besides for of course Haruharu Nakajima, but that's but he was playing Godzilla, so it's different. <laughs> yeah. Kind of have to have him back for every single Godzilla movie. He encompasses Godzilla. <laughs> but uh yeah. What else? Yeah, this is one where I feel like it's a good movie, and I really enjoy it. I actually would say it's 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 underrated, but I feel like also it's a very simple movie, which I think is what you needed after King Ghidorah, like I said. <laughs> yeah. Because that movie was so wild. But on the other hand, there's not much to it either, if that makes sense. No, it's very kind of... Fo- okay, I don't want to mean that in a way. It's formulaic, <laughs> but in a good way because Ghidorah, you kind of need a, pa- a cleanser after how strange and weird Ghidorah was. So, like, if it feels familiar. It feels kind of like a classic Godzilla movie, sort of. It's very mm-hmm. familiar. A lot of, like, you know, stuff from Mothra. And I guess it's just a very safe Godzilla movie. Yeah. Like you're saying, that was important for kind of what we had after. King Ghidorah, which is a wild movie. Oh, man. I'm still not over that. <laughs> And it's also kind of funny to me how, like, this is the one where they don't really mention, like, what happened last time. Like, it's just like, yeah, never mind that. Let's just keep going. Because, like, <laughs> like in Biovante, Biovante is, like, basically, like, a direct sequel to Return of Godzilla. Then in King of Door, they mentioned that Godzilla is still paralyzed by the by the bacteria they infected him with. But in this one, it's just like, yeah, Godzilla's in the ocean. Oh, let's move on. We're, we're just <laughs> continuing forward. Never mind. The big dragon last time. <laughs> He's dead. Whatever. They jumped his <laughs> ass in the, in the ocean with Godzilla. So yeah. It's just a like Mecha Ghidorah bottle just all the way down there, I guess. Yeah, he, 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 he's just kind of vibing. So then we're going to retrieve that? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> you actually crash. You'll find the answer to that next movie. Fucking really? Oh my yeah. god. I'm <laughs> hard reads right now. say. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No monsters have jumped off cliffs in a long time, and I'm very sad. Yeah, yeah. You, you <laughs> haven't been getting your monster peeking over the cliff either. I guess that was a Showa thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a Showa era thing. I need to find a Heisei era thing. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there's military fighting Godzilla. That's been a Heisei era thing. That's true. They pretty consistently do that a lot, <laughs> but that's not dank. That's just defending your fucking land. <laughs> <laughs> Crash is like, what could be dank? I mean, I guess we're, I I think we're getting a running tally of Mickey not doing anything. <laughs> the, yeah, the Mickey not doing anything counter. <laughs> we're at two. Hell yeah! Can't two out of three of her movies. <laughs> Poor Mickey. Oh. I guess she's been the only returning character, right? I'm kind of surprised yeah. no one from Return has come back. Yeah, Return's cast. I don't think anyone can speak from that, actually. Which is unfortunate, because I like the main characters in that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Return had a really nice cast. The homeless guy needs to come back. <laughs> yes! He should come back as like, a very successful like, businessman. Like, he's like he's made a big now. Yes. <laughs> he's he's I guess, do you guys have anything you want to talk about with Matra? With Mont- with Godzilla versus Mantra? She's big. She's fluffy. She's 
Tom? I never think there's something I can say. Oh, 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 oh go ahead, Crash. No, no, no. I'm, like, I'm trying to think. <laughs> Tom, go ahead. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to think here. Bad Rose. Mothra. Mickey. <laughs> the, well, the Captain Planet style stuff we got <laughs> Indiana Jones did be dads. <laughs> Although I guess I will say, oh, I will say one thing though. Um, I think the Spielbergian vibe to this is interesting too, because it has that very Spielbergian, like all oh, the parents are divorced, the kid gets like wrapped up in an adventure kind of way. It's not exactly like a Spielberg film, but it has a bit of that vibe to it. Plus, it feels very like a family-friendly Godzilla movie too. Yeah, this yeah. is something you sit down and watch with the kid. Well, with Mothra, Mothra is a very family-friendly monster. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. She's just approachable. Cause she's well. I guess if you don't like bugs, you wouldn't like. Me. <laughs> you know, be like, but she's oh. a butterfly, though, practically. So, and those are bugs well, people like. I mean, well, I mean, like close-ups of bugs. You know? Oh, true. This one episode, they fucking closed up, and that shit was terrifying. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, if you don't like the way bug faces look, maybe not like Mothra. But I feel like Mothra is like she's cute. Well, Mothra's face is, is doesn't really look like a bug, like a butterfly's face. Well, butterflies are fucking terrifying up close. I know, yeah, they they, they have the big tongues, which are always out. They just uh, uncurl oh. them and curl them back. A little, what, what's that called? A homunculi? <laughs> Not the homunculi. That's a ton of different thing. Crash. It's, it's what's it? It's it's. It's a uh, proboscis, I think. Yeah, that same thing. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but her face, you know, it's moth-like. It's cute. She's got the big oh. eyes. And you know, she doesn't have a scary, evil, like, dragonly look like every other monster, you know? Yeah. So I think, yeah, she's, she's super nice. Oh, wait, also, mm-hmm. what the fuck? They had a Toho advertisement in the movie. Yes! This is so incredible. Toho, you can't put yourself in your own universe. Like, are you telling me they got successful only after fucking samurai movies in this universe? <laughs> yes! Off of their samurai and horror stuff. That's what they're known for at this. <laughs> and I guess they've been making that throughout the 80s, considering they're still there at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible that you saw that. I've never saw that before. Yeah, I saw it. Was, it was, like, in the corner. I was like, yeah, was that the Toho? I was like, what? <laughs> I would be surprised if that stuck there because they they've done it before. Like in Versus King Ghidorah, um, on on one of the billboards, there's a sign for Bandai, and Bandai is who makes Godzilla toys in Japan. <laughs> though, though that's far from their only thing, but I'm just saying. So they're not, oh, they're not yeah, they like against in the Heisei universe too. That just seems yeah. to be a thing. Like in Showa, like you, they make ad merchandising of these terrifying. Fucking creatures that attack. <laughs> but what's really funny to me is no one ever brings much attention to it. Like in this movie, there's just there's just like a small tiny Godzilla on a computer. It's like <laughs> it's like what are who is being made for? Is it like yeah? Like, like our kids gonna be like, oh my gosh, I want a Godzilla. I, I thought of a really bad joke, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it compared a lot to like what if they made like nine eleven. That's like, exactly, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> 9-11 place at like that's what it's like making Godzilla like toys. This man destroyed Japan until like many times. <laughs> I know, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead, son. This is like having like a toy natural disaster. Like yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like toy like, volcano. Hurricane <laughs> Katrina place at like what? <laughs> <laughs> It's just like, oh my god, how do you merchandise that, and why is it successful? <laughs> see, like in, like in Biolante, I can write off because it's more like statues, 
where they might have yeah. been made for like study guides. Level, but in this one, there's like a fucking like little tiny action figure that can like sit down and stuff. It's like, what is this doing here? Mm-hmm. Or but the first time as funny as in as in Hedora, where he has like every single monster. Oh yeah, Even <laughs> yeah, Ghidorah is like that's the worst one too. <laughs> that one's just nothing but malicious. I know, right? Oh man. The wild stuff that, that slips into these movies. I feel like they're almost like subtle advertising for the Bandai toys. <laughs> Maybe. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah, I could see it. You take your kid, they see they're like, oh no, what's that? I, they they sell toys to Godzilla. Ooh, I want that one. <laughs> and, and this was right around when Bandai started making a lot of Godzilla figures because they started in nineteen ninety. So this was their second year of the line. So they were like, buy our toys, kids. Oh, wait. Also, mm-hmm. that reminds me. Mm-hmm. Monster just fucking leaves. She, that, yeah. Bring up like, there's like, oh, by the way, there's like an asteroid. But, 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 to be, but to be fair, though, they do kind of hint at that earlier by having that piece of the asteroid be what causes everything. Mm, that's true, I guess. But I thought that was just like, you know, like a catalyst coincidence. You know, like if that asteroid didn't come, you know, Mothra would have been freed. But mm-hmm. I, I thought it was just kind of like, oh yeah. By the way, Mothra, there's a big fucking asteroid. It's about destroy the Earth. Can you handle that? She's like, yeah, okay, I guess. <laughs> She's like, all right, bye. And she just goes into space with with, with, with her with her fairies, with her little fairies in tow. And the and Biolante is just not there. First of mm-hmm. all, I wonder why. <laughs> I <laughs> just imagine just a giant rose in space. Yeah, just all the time. <laughs> Um. Oh, oh, but Tun, go on. Okay, something to say. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I do have a conspiracy theory, though, Faye. Yeah. Uh, I noticed that this movie comes out in 1992. Mm-hmm. Shark's Counter came out in 89. Yeah. And Mothra's, one of Mothra's power is releasing a powder that repels um, Godzilla's beams. Mm-hmm. In Gundam, <laughs> there was anti. <laughs> this is where it all comes together. <laughs> I mean, with how big Gundam was, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm sure Toa was pissed that they lost the rights, but well, they never had it. <laughs> but, but that someone, another studio, had the movie rights to Gundam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was just so funny. I know, so I yeah, it is I, really funny. And I guess I will mention one other thing. Batra's death is really sad at this. Poor, poor oh, guy. Yeah. He gets fucking bit in the neck and bleeds out everywhere. I know, it's really gross. It's like, oh, yeah, it's gory. Yeah, it <laughs> bites him. And yeah. Godzilla also fires his beam right into the wound as well. I thought that was, <laughs> was kind of funny. They're both like towing like Godzilla like off to the fucking ocean. Again! I, 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 like, whenever they're, do- they're done with this shit, they just drop him in the ocean. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's a trash can. But uh, it was funny when he, well, sadly, when he killed Badger, he just starts fucking falling. He's like, ah, yeah. why did I do that? He gets back yeah. again. That was a terrible joke. It was like, mm-hmm. Foster had Badger carry Godzilla in the front so that he could get <laughs> <Okay>. killed. <laughs> and like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, Badger, no. Oh, sad day. Oh, no, I'm an old child. <laughs> oh, my God. She sent Badger up to die. <laughs> How could she? She put the hit on Batra. <laughs> the audiences love Batra. <laughs> you got what I was referencing. Yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Speaking of Crash, though, I think it's time for you to update your ranking. Oh yeah. 
Uh, I don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Poor Greg. Okay, okay. If I would do my Heisei ranking right now, it'd be like uh-huh. Return of Godzilla, Biolante, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Biolante. No, I, I was thinking in my head, like, which one is second? So I think yeah. I'll put Biolante for now. Godzilla versus Mothra, and then Ghidorah. Yeah, King Ghidorah. Oh, man, that's a movie. But in terms of your big ranking... My massive Where, um okay so obviously it's kind of go above versus king Ghidorah. yeah so is it above mecha godzilla or is it below mecha godzilla would you say that's a good question i put it below mecha godzilla for that's now fair. just because me- <laughs> i had i love my mecha godzilla where's mecha godzilla by the way don't answer oh. that but... Oh, speaking <laughs> of Crash, guess the movie's next. Oh, is it Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla? <laughs> yes. Oh. Let me let me grab the poster for you because because you basically did a hard read there. <laughs> I'm always fucking doing that on accident. <laughs> but the funny thing is, because Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla was the international title, mm. they had to give it a new name in outside. So outside of Japan, it's called Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla Two. Two, yeah. So, uh, okay. So the original one is just called Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, right? Yeah. And so they did. What about Terror of Mechagodzilla? Well, that's cool. That's just called Terror of Mechagodzilla. Oh, that's so. But <laughs> okay, but th- I feel like what they're calling like that implies it's in the same continuity. Uh, n- now you see why my people hate that title. <laughs> so is that that's actually what it's called here? Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla two. Yeah, that's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> because because in Japan it's titled was Godzilla or Godzilla. Because in Japan the original Godzilla or Godzilla was called something else. Let me find out. Okay. Oh, okay. So this is just an international thing. Yeah, because well, in Japan Godzilla was called. Wait, what the fuck? I'm very confused now. Okay, the original was called Godzilla or Godzilla in Japan too. So why did they call it Godzilla or Godzilla too? Oh, so I know why they called it that. You want to hear something really dank about translations? Sure. In the original Mechagodzilla title, it was called Dojira Tai Mechagodzilla. And for this one, though, they called it Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. They used a different um, uh, way to signify that they were fighting. Oh, does Tai mean like the same thing? Yeah, Tai means the same thing. It literally means versus. But instead of using Tai, they just use VS instead of Tai. It's really... They, they, they should call it like Mecha Godzilla Rises or some shit. I don't know. I know, right? Anything but just terror, like Godzilla vs. Mecha Godzilla 2, because it's, it's not a sequel. It's, it's, it's not edge. a sequel. New but edge. the funny thing is, though, is, is Crash, is this Mecha Godzilla is called um in America, the Heisei one is called Mecha Godzilla 2. That's his official name. That's so confusing. Oh, <laughs> and so the funny dumb. thing is, Crash, the Terror Mecha Godzilla Mecha Godzilla is also called Mecha Godzilla 2. Yeah, that's the actual second Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> Oh my God. But the but, difference oh. is the difference is the show Mechagodzilla two uses the number two, but this one you uses Roman numeral two. That's um, <laughs> that's really fuck. That's that's exactly what Mega Man did, and it was so fucking stupid. Oh my gosh! That's Japan <laughs> to come up with confusing Mecha names. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Well, besides the stupid name, I'm, I'm excited to see Mechagodzilla. Oh my god! Do you notice anything else in that poster? As I wrote it. Yeah, that's really on the back. Oh, finally, the what, <laughs> last time we saw him was also in Destroy All Monsters, right? Yeah, nineteen sixty-eight. He's been gone 
just wow. as long as Matra, if not longer. It's... I know longer by one year because he didn't show up until this year. It's pretty also, cool. Also, like. there's someone interesting there between all the human characters. Hmm. Well, I wonder who that is. That Minya? Hmm. I oh wonder. That... <laughs> okay, I was about to say it's cool to see all these like classic characters like revived in the Heisei era, but I, I want Minya. It's <laughs> 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 even grosser. Oh my gosh. Crash drop. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, this will be exciting to see. It's, it's a Godzilla reunion, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. Okay. I think I think that's a good way to close out this episode. Crash being could being fucking confuzzled. Why there's a minia or is it coming back? <laughs> All right, Crash. I'll have to do your closing thoughts on Godzilla versus Mothra. Okay. Godzilla versus Mothra was pretty cool. It was it was a nice throwback and a nice a nice like reintroduction of Mothra, mm-hmm. and it was really cool to get to see her again in this new era. With some new like, with like fucking batches, your new monster. Yeah, um, I liked it though. It felt a little safe, but I, it was good to have you know after Kendo. <laughs> Tom. Yeah. Um, so, I always do these final thoughts. It's kind of like a, if you're interested, <laughs> showing Godzilla to someone or watching all the Godzilla moves. Uh, you won't go wrong with Godzilla versus Mahler. Like. Is it the most exciting Godzilla? In my opinion, no. Is it mm-hmm. like the most in depth or exciting? Not really, but it's 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 a solid entry. It's um, mm-hmm. I, I I enjoy I always enjoy watching it. it it's fun. It's like if you kind of want like the most straightforward, cool monsters fighting, simple story. This you can't go wrong with this one. Mm-hmm. So yeah. For me, I'd say Godzilla vs. Matra is a simple movie, and it definitely is a bit of a remake of earlier films, but I think it does it in a way which works and is really entertaining. So if you if you roll if you go along with it, and if you go along with a bit of the 80sness and the Indiana Jones like um uh, homages and like the more comedic bits, I think you have a lot of fun with it. I think it's really underrated, and I think it's a bit overhated, honestly, because there's nothing really bad with it. I just yeah. think people people don't like the fact that it's so safe and samey. But I think you also have to look at it from the perspective of when it was coming out and what it came out right after. Mm-hmm. And like again, how long it had been since Matra had a movie. So I think if you go into expecting more of a Matra movie than a Godzilla movie as well, I think you have fun with it. All right. This was episode nineteen or no, episode twenty. Yeah, Tom was right. I just realized it now. Of the Godzilla Roundtable. I can't believe it's episode twenty, even though this is not gonna <laughs> come out for a few months. <laughs> At, yeah. at, at most um thank you for coming with us for 20 episodes of this we have we have about like 15 more <laughs> just off the top of my head wow. um to come um so yeah next time we'll be discussing mechagodzilla's return the shortest time span of a return so far <laughs> and until then have a good night